So you're thinking about running, but not sure how to take the first step. My name is Brian Patterson, and I'm here to help. Welcome to Brian's Rompod. So welcome back to Brian's Ron Pod. Now, the final part of my discussion with podcaster Dominic Brown, I started off by asking about his experience in entering his first ultramarathon. If you haven't listened to the first two episodes, then please do have a listen in our back catalogue. I really know that you'll enjoy our chat. So well, you said you did an ultramarathon. What was the distance? <laughs> 57 miles. It was meant to be 50. The seven miles at the end was a lovely present that we didn't expect, didn't really expect. To January 2020, Mike, who I spoke about, the head of the running show, Raccoon, grabbed me at the end of the national running show and said, oh, come with me. Okay, what's going on? Am I in trouble? Took me to a stand, an ultra event stand and said, right, which one are we booking? Went, what? I said, well, I'm going to, don't worry, I'll, I'll pay the entry, whatever which one are we doing? There was one that was about three weeks away. And I said, no, I'm not doing that. I thought I looked down and went, oh, that one's in, this would have been in January. This one's in November. Let's do that. Cause that's 10 months away. I don't have to worry about it yet. And it was Glasgow to Edinburgh. I was like, oh, I'll train. I'll train from three months out. That'll be fine. Yeah. Train from there. I'll train, I'll train from two months out of six weeks, four, four weeks. Yeah. That's all of a sudden it's, I need to book flights in a hotel and I'm like four weeks away. And I'm scared. I've I've never done anything past a marathon. I'm not going to be able to do this. All those doubts that will come into yeah. cold feet that come into it, whether you're doing any distance race or a new job or a new school, a new university, anything like that, cold feet. And flew up to Edinburgh, met him. And I probably wouldn't have been able to do it without Mike. He's run 100 mile races before and countless 50 mile races. And he's a, he's a mentalist machine. <laughs> I mean that as in he's got a great mentality. Not oh, right. He is a little bit mental. <laughs> say that himself. But yeah, managed managed to complete the Glasgow to Edinburgh, which is a beautiful race through GB Ultras, who were amazing. Everyone who ran it was amazing. The people that set it up. I mean, it was deathly flat. It was absolutely flat, which I thought fantastic. Flat ultra marathon, just what you want for your first one. 50, 50 miles, 57 miles. And which was great, but it means that with no incline, you don't know when you're going to walk. You have to really like a big part of ultra marathon running is timing your timing your walking to running periods, which weirds people out. I was going there to ask you that, that whether did you run that or were you did you was it kind of um, you know, a mile walking of, and then a mile yeah running that I mean, kind of thing. There are people that run the whole thing because they're unbelievable athletes, unbelievable athletes, people that run a hundred miles without stopping pretty much apart from to eat and to go to the loo. The rule, general rule that I've kind of picked up over the last couple of years is that a hundred mile races is sort of 50, 50 for average, your average time. And I would say that with the 57, or the 50, we, we probably ran about 70 to 75% of it and walked about 20, 25% because the, the, the thing that I would have done is, right, I'm going to run the first 15, 20, 25 miles flat and then sort of do it bit by bit. But Mike was slowing me down at four miles in and said, no, we've run four miles. We're going to walk the next half mile. 
we're going to really pace oh, he was, he was he was with you yeah oh way. yeah we yeah. ran it we ran it together uh, pretty much side by side for the entire 13 hours or 12 or 12 hours i think it took actually managed to not get fired which was great spending 12 hours and with doing <laughs> with, your, with your ceo t- chatting rubbish and eating loads of food there was probably i think there was a checkpoint that was 30 like a 13 mile checkpoint the biggest checkpoint between like 33 and 46 miles like really when you don't want a long stint to be that i kind of had a bit of a meltdown i went this is stupid why like why am i doing this this is ridiculous i never wanted to stop but i was like this is stupid and we sort of yo-yoed each other we thought we'd had enough speaking with each other okay <laughs> but it, yeah the, the key thing that i never would have thought about is when you are walking don't just stroll you walk with purpose i mean he's six foot stupid six foot 12 so six foot five so his walking pace i mean i'm six foot three but i couldn't keep up with him oh right okay but yeah unbelievable experience and you finish round an actual 400 meter track and so you 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 run around there and i did do a video about it uh, which is on the youtube glasgow to edinburgh and i i mean i never thought i'd do an, a marathon let alone is that, an the, ultra is that the meadowbank stadium or is it the not, i can't entirely i'm not entirely sure where where it was it was just on the outskirts of edinburgh oh, okay uh, okay okay it was pretty much along the canal all the mm. way from glasgow to edinburgh mm. yeah but now i've kind of gone like i sp- spoke about that glass ceiling of oh i never thought i'd be able to do a marathon then i've done an ultra it's like oh well maybe i could do 100 miles i mean i'm nowhere near that now but it's 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 something that i is is added to the bucket list that i never ever thought two and a half years ago demonizing my 5k that i'd ever want to do so mm. Yeah, that 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 comes from chatting to the people that I've been able to chat to and fellow community people, and just being able to break through my own mental barriers. Because I think is a TV presenter, the news anchor Sophie Rayworth. I think she's done yes. quite a few. Yeah, she's um, she's. I don't think she's spoken at the show before, but she's definitely a friend of of the show. And and yes, yeah, and I, th- I think she's so she, yeah, she's, she's done well. lots of challenges. Yeah, whether she'll appear on Brian's Run Pod is another thing. <laughs> yeah, ask the question. You never know. Yeah, you, you never know. know. That's that's. Sometimes that's... you're just sending out loads of emails, <laughs> people, and loads of agents, and some it will come back. Yeah, casting and growing a podcast. Yes, yeah, yeah. I can't believe you've done. I don't know. <laughs> Tom, fifty-one minutes already. So, but um, what? Are your goals for this year in terms of running? I mean, are you going to keep up running? You know, have you got the running bug now? Oh, hundred percent. The running bug is well and truly taken over me. But what I try and do now is actually break down my years into different segments so that I'm not just running flat out or playing sport for out or gymming for out or trying to do all three of them at the same time. Otherwise I'll just burn out. So at the moment, my kind of focus is doing gym work and strength work and playing football and that type of thing. I'm still running once or twice a week just to kind of keep that going. And I kind of want to make sure I do a run every single week. Yeah. And I've kind of been in that mindset since about November. And then when it gets to March, I mean, it really just lo- <laughs> coincidentally goes with the weather patterns and the temperature. Yeah, so the gym's inside. And then as soon as it gets to March, I probably step outside a lot more and then go, right, I'm going to, look to get a marathon training plan going again step up the running step up the fitness kind of still go to the gym but use it for more strength work stuff and the aim for this year is to finally do a marathon event i'll probably run one on my own 
first and then look to, to to do an event the dream is to run london marathon obviously that's not going to happen this year uh, i know people have been entering london marathon for years and years or fortunate enough to well, i say fortunate enough but or running it for a charity that would be the ultimate dream i'm going to go along and support i have a few like running goals I'd, I'd love to do another 50 mile this year i'd love to get under 20 minute 5k i'm 12 seconds away from that well, it's my best little little steps for me i like to do rather than going right i'm going to run 100 miles and that's just i'm going to do the little steps that get me there first and just trying to keep enjoying it i don't want it to become something that i become bored of because i've I've spent the time transitioning into this love for running and i think it will always stay there but just finding ways to keep it fresh fun i'm going to try and get my keep keep trying to get my mum down to park run He's oh she's she's sixteen. She's oh she does kind of spin sessions every week, and she walks the dogs every day, and she she can do it. Oh no, I can't do that. <laughs> can you can? I'm gonna I'm gonna drag you down to a park run on a Saturday morning. So that's probably the aim of the first quarter of this year. Let's get her down to a park run. And do you yeah, have just, do you have quite a few near you or park runs? Or- <laughs> We do. There's one Guildford Stoke Park that's great. We've we've been there as a kind of as a company before. Uh, we work with Parkrun and iPro, who I think work with Parkrun as well, like a drinks company. And I'd love to do more. I've actually not. I've only done about three or four park runs, which I'm a massive advocate for park run and a massive. Yeah. What they do is great, but purely because I play sport most Saturdays, I, yeah. I don't usually go and play a 5k and then go and play 90 minutes of football or a whole day of cricket or whatever. But when I'm not doing that, then I usually do go down to a to a park run. Was fortunate enough to speak to Brian Fordyce, who was part of who brought park run over to South Africa. Right, uh, I think that's quite popular there, isn't it? Yeah, massive. Yeah. Although he, he told a story once of for some reason the radio frequencies or something that whoever the contact, however the contact was working, the radio in South Africa had picked up the radio in a park run in London, the outer skirts of London. Really. <laughs> They had had paused the South African park run. I can't remember exactly where it was. I think it was yeah, it was somewhere in South Africa, maybe around Joburg. And went oh, there's a, we we got to delay it because there's a lion on the on the route. Oh no! This came through to the one in in the UK, and they're going, "What's going on?" <laughs> really funny story of how that that uh, of miscommunication. I'm not sure how. I probably I probably told the story slightly wrong, but that the essence is that yeah. In London, they thought there was a lion on the route, and it's actually just in South Africa. So, yeah, park park runs on more park runs is definitely on the list this year. Let's take a quick break. Just a short break to tell you about some exciting news. We have a new feature on the podcast. You can now send me a message. Yep, you heard it right. Brian's Rompod has become interactive with the audience. If you look at the top of the episode description, tap on "Send us a text message." You can tell me what you think of the episode or alternatively what you would like covered. If you're lucky, I might even read them out on the podcast. Now, back to the podcast. There's a funny story I heard, which is kind of about radio communication. It's to do with, I'm a bit of a Formula One nerd, where David Coulthard was testing at Silverstone and how they have this like two-way you know radio communication with his engineers and he actually got a taxi firm that had actually somehow inter- uh, interrupted his or mixed in with his radio communication and they said oh can we have to go into Chelmsford please or something like that you know is 
And he said that they're really, yeah, they're exactly. Mm, I don't think they'll be able to fit in. Yeah, exactly. So he was going like 180 then, you know, stow. So uh, <laughs> that's just an aside. In terms of, I've got down here podcasting tips. In, in what have you learned from doing your podcasting? I know I've learned tons doing it, you know, for the past year or so. You've been doing it for a bit longer than mine. So what were the what were the tips about your podcasting journey? You've learned something thing you've learned along the way. That's a great question. Uh, <laughs> asking great questions is a good tip. No. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I've always considered myself to be quite an empathetic person that can get along with all varieties of people, which I think helps. I mean, you you did it when, when we were having a chat before this podcast of just making someone feel comfortable or you know presenting them with the questions or kind of giving them a rough 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 theme of what you want to talk about because ultimately if you are going to have a chat with someone whether it's an interview or a conversation whatever you want them to give the best answers or to have the best conversation so if you kind of create that that if you create a habitat or an environment that's going to foster those conversations then it's always going to help i mean i've done loads of interviews but i was nervous coming onto this because i've never really been on the other side <laughs> which is really, really weird and probably why I've just chatted on for hours and hours. But I think what I've learned over the last couple of years is really getting an idea of what I want to get from the conversation and how I can, yes, make this person feel comfortable, but how I can maybe create, I've got half an hour, an hour with this person. How am I going to be able to create this story or this piece of content that I think people are going to want to engage with? and like give the example of Sir Chris Hoy. Again, he's been interviewed X amount of times, X amount of thousand times about the same things usually. And it's tough because it's trying to strike the balance of, yes, obviously you want to hear about the Olympics. If I'm tuning in to listen to a, an episode with Sir Chris Hoy, I expect some level of cycling in Olympics. <laughs> but then I'm thinking, what what I'm researching, what can I get from them that maybe is slightly different? We ended up chatting about his cycling now and how when he you know sometimes people are cycling alongside him and <laughs> look at Chris Hoy and they're trying to challenge him up the hill <laughs> and Ray Mears I thought oh, God, I'm going to chat to Ray Mears about wilderness and tips and stuff like that we spent the first 20 minutes chatting about social media and different generational view between social media and his viewpoint on that and sometimes conversations come up that you don't plan for yeah. I can write down I kind of have a little thing in front of me of yeah. questions and topics and things like that but I try not to make it right. question one, question two. Sometimes you have to meander with the way the conversation goes. And sometimes I end up talking to someone about something completely different. For, uh, Chris Thompson, who's an unbelievable runner, who's the loveliest guy, he's just such a passion for running. Really recommend you you to connect with him, Brian. He yeah. loves about running and is a very, very talented runner. And we spoke for about an hour and 20 minutes. Nothing that I'd planned about, but it was all about the passion for running and the love for running. And sometimes you've just got to go with that. Sometimes you've just got to think, instead of going, hold on, I'm going to stop you there. I've got to ask you about this 5K that you did in 2012. Of just, just having a conversation. And I always say to people when when we sit down in a Zoom call or sit down in person, I say, this is not like, I don't, don't want this to be an interview. I want it to be as much of a conversation. Now, inherently with a podcast, it's going to be asking questions. It's it's that type of format. It's more investigative, investigative isn't the right word, but it's, you know, it's 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 having a chat with people, but I, I'm a, I seem to be doing something right because I've 
people such as Caitlin have been very, very kind. And it's very humbling when, when people say, oh, you know, you, you're, you're good. You make me feel comfortable. Like you make me, you, yeah. you kind of, yeah. I just want to have, have a chat and I'm not trying to get anything. I'm not trying to expose something. I'm not trying to get an inside scoop about anything. I'm just trying to make people feel comfortable, have a chat. And hopefully people like to listen to it, you know, which has been very much my experience here of just having, having a chat about things that we're both passionate about that we yeah, think people yeah. would. And I, like I said, at the, at the end of the interview, it wasn't, it was kind of off the end when I finished the interview and I said to Caitlin, I said, I don't really care what anyone else thinks. You know, I, I enjoy, I, you know, I've, I've, I've loved, I enjoyed our, our, our chat today and I've enjoyed chatting to other people sort of thing. And I think, you know, as long as that comes across, you know, it's just like chat with, you know, someone else, you know, human being, as it were, and you just want to, I know, I, you know, there are things that will come out of it, which you don't expect sort of thing, you know, it's like, for instance, that, that uh, the one with Ailish was, um, you know, how, how she has a very small team and how she kind of lacks that, that self-confidence and how she wants to be, you know, get, how that team is very important to her to help raise her confidence, to help her say, well, you know, you can win at the Commonwealth Games, you can do the 10K sort of thing, you know. You know, because she has some massive boots to fill in terms of her mum was a world champion, you know, and she got a silver at the Olympic Games, which I've forgotten about. So, yeah, but also the thing that I, I gleaned from me was that she said, you know, I, her mum didn't maybe enjoy as much, you know, I didn't, I, you know, that bit about where she left after the sports personality. She's one of the few women to win the sports personality of the year. And then she just left, didn't go to the party, you know, but she's there to do the best she can. And I think that's a lesson for everyone. Do the best she can and enjoy, enjoy her running and everything that it brings to her. So, Yeah, no, she, you said you covered it there. She was, she was, Ailish was very, very shy. And in fact, when she was going around the show, I mean, she, Lovely, absolutely lovely, and and was great at the show. But you know, people coming up to her and having conversations and taking photos wasn't something that she had been particularly used to, and it was quite new for her. And she's kind of settling in with that. But an unbelievable, like you said, talent and you know, the support that she said she had from her mother as well. But obviously, both seem to be quite shy. But yeah, I think like and you said there, just enjoying it, which kind of about what you said about the podcast is that obviously you've started this from from this is you, you you do these conversations for you which i think is the most it has to be the most important thing and the, the driving point and that's what i try and do with ona yes okay it's there's a it's connected to the business but actually i do these interviews because i i get very fortunate to have the opportunity to do that yeah it's my job but i want to do it for me and to, to learn more about these people and to inspire my own life and then the domino effect of that is that it goes out and we reach more people and, you know, people want to be part of it. And that's where the sponsorship side comes in. But the initial part of it is because I enjoy it and the content's there. So, yeah, uh, we've, we've, we've gone through the, the podcasting tips. But, um, <laughs> no, it was great. Right. I think we've uh, nearly an hour and a half, nearly an hour and five minutes, which is, which is great. So, Sorry, I'm hang um, on. No, it's been brilliant. Okay, I think we'd sort of like to sort of bring it to an end. And as I said, any tips 
before we kind of go into you where we could get to you, any tips for people who are kind of sitting on the fence about running or want to, you know, something that we haven't covered in the podcast of sort of taking that first step out the door? I, th- I think I could offer practical and logistic advice that you'd be able to find anywhere or you could get the right shoes or map it all out or lay out, the, you know, lay out your clothes the night before and make yourself do it. I think so much of health and fitness and sport and, and life and stuff like that comes down to mindset and, and, and discipline and motivation. And it's like, okay, well, you want to run. Okay. You figured that out. You want to run. Why do you want to run? Is it because you want to lose weight? Is it because you want to get quicker? Is it because you've got a race coming up? Is it because X, Y, Z, you need to get out of the house. You're struggling with your mental well-being or your mental health at this point in time. Don't think about the, oh, what what happens when, you know, I I post on, what happens when I post it or what happens if I can't do it? What happens when the people often have these negative things that come in first, like I said about, I, I had said about running the ultra, I think it was the, all the negative things come in first. Yeah. If you can train your brain to be disciplined and just take little steps at a time, just don't think about the end goal. Don't think about where, what could happen, what couldn't happen. Don't worry about things that you can't control or that haven't happened yet. Mm-hmm. And that's, any, that's not just running. That's anything with life. Or what happens if I fail this exam? What happens if I do X, Y, Z? First thing, get out, get out the front door. Walk to the end of the road. Yeah. Micro adventures. I think it's Alistair, Alistair Humphreys. Alistair Humphreys talks about micro. Like just get to the end of the road yeah. first. And we spoke about this earlier. Boom. One thing ticked off already. Make your bed in the morning. Tick. Already done before you've even got outside. One positive thing ticked off. Boom. Put your shoes on. Two positive things. Little things. Don't think about, I've run my 5K. One big tick. I've, I've put the clothes on. I've done the washing. I've got outside, I've done a little stretch, I've done a little warm up, fine. And if it's too, you get to the end of the road and you think, right, I'm caught, at least you've got outside. Forget about the physical elements of it first for it to begin with. Discipline, train your brain to be positive about what you're doing. Be positive about every little thing that you achieve during the day. And you'll find that that will come, you know, the, the running and yeah. positives will come after that. So, Mindset. Think about mindset. Be positive. Believe in yourself. And then all of the all of the benefits that we've spoken about during this podcast of breaking through barriers and achieving things that you won't be able to, you didn't, never thought you would, would come from that. And you'll never regret a run. I firmly, firmly believe that. Great. I just want to say thank you. Thank you really so much for being on the podcast. And we'd like to say as to kind of any links, social media, where people can yeah of course i return the thanks to you massively <laughs> it's great having a fellow podcaster and a fellow running enthusiast to have a chat with and I, again i apologize for rambling on for ages and ages it's quite nice to to have this kind of chat yeah if if you are kind of just starting or want to learn more about running and the outdoors world then please join and come along outside and active pretty much YouTube, uh, outsideandactive.com, and you can find the, the rest of the links from there. Be outside, be active on Instagram, outside and active on Facebook. I'm Dom Brown 12 on Instagram in case you, that's a, find out a bit more about me, but more about the, the running and the platform is outside and active. And yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for Brian, for this opportunity and for, for having a chat about the outdoors and 
obviously we'll be uh, looking forward to this coming out and, and sharing it and, and yeah. Yeah, cross-promoting and, and stuff like that. It would be great. And that's a wrap for another exhilarating episode of Brian's Rompod. Thanks for tuning in, folks. As always, we've got your back with all things running. And next week, get ready for some awesome beginner hints and tips to kickstart your running journey. Oh, and before we sign off, exciting news. We're now available on YouTube. So whether you're padding the pavement or chilling at home, you can catch us there too. Plus, we have a new feature on the podcast. You can now send me a message. Yep, you heard it right. Brian's Rompod has become interactive with the audience. If you look at the top of the episode description, tap on send us a text message. You can tell me what you think of the episode or alternatively what you would like covered. If you're lucky, I might even read them out on the podcast. Hey, if you want to keep up with the latest updates, behind the scenes fun and even some exclusive content, make sure to follow me on social media. You can find me on Twitter or should I say X at Brian's Rompod. We've also just launched a shiny new Facebook page. Simply search for Brian's Rompod and give us a like. And don't forget to hop on over to Instagram where you can catch all our visual adventures at Brian's Rompod. For those of you who love diving deep into the episodes, head over to our website, www.briansrompod.co.uk. And there you'll find detailed show notes, handy chapter markers, make it too easy to navigate through our favourite discussions. Please leave a review as it will always help find others find this podcast. Music is by Happy Days by Stock Audio, not forgetting artwork by Alice Patterson. Till next week, thanks again for listening. 